In today's episode, we're going to be talking about why your monsters will fade with light. Let's go. The real question is this. How can you be more intentional in your relationship before the wedding day so you can live out a Christ-centered marriage that doesn't just survive, but thrives? Welcome to the Journey to Marriage show. We are your hosts and relationship coaches, Rafi and Sarah Fiolina. We believe that if it takes almost a decade to prepare for the priesthood, then a single course or retreat isn't nearly enough to prepare for a lifelong marriage. We help couples like you enter into your marriage vocation with confidence through developing your relationship. We're glad you're here. Now let's get started. Aloha and welcome to episode 181 of the Journey to Marriage show. This is your co-host Rafi and Sarah. And today we're going to be talking about your monsters and how they will fade with light. You might be wondering, what are you talking about my monsters? (laughs) Monsters. monsters. (laughs) Well, I'll, I'll explain that throughout this episode. I think what I was really like inspired me to create this episode was actually from one of our mentors, Brendan Burchard. And he kind of talks about like mental resilience and he was he was like sharing this whole story and this metaphor of monsters being f- like fade with light. And I think it's really interesting because I could totally relate with this, especially in my present life as a parent. So most of you don't know this. Well, we have this like house. What is this called? Like a house tent? Thing? It's a little pretty princess tent it's pink and it has pom-poms on it yes it's it's a it's our daughter's play area it's in the living room and it's cute i guess (laughs) in the light it's cute (laughs) but at night it's not i remember I mean, I'm, I'm a bit, I watch a lot of horror movies. I know it's not good for my soul, but I watch it anyways because I just like the thrill of being scared for some reason. It's so weird. But I watched this movie called, Ins- I think it was Insidious, where there was like this scary monster living in this kid's tent in their house. And it kind of reminds me of that. So in the middle of the night, whenever I would have to take Stella out of her bed to rock her back to sleep, I would go to our living room because that's where our our gliding chair is. But right next to the gliding chair is that... Cute house. No. <laughs> it's that, that house. Scary. And I think one time there was um, one of her musical books in there oh. that was on... Oh no! And, and it turned on by itself. Oh or it made no! Noise, noise by itself. No way! I'll I'll cry. <laughs> no, but I remember walking like to the living room the other day, and I would just look at the <laughs> the tent thing, and I swear there's like something there. There's like like a dark figure in there because I could see like shadow shadowy things. And I would get like so afraid, but I would try to like psych myself out and not, not look there and just kind of like focus on Stella and like rocking her to sleep. And then I, it's just, it's just crazy because when day, when day comes, it's just a pink 
pretty princess house, right? That's how you describe it. <laughs> And、As、our a, house is blessed. Yeah, <laughs> I know that, but still, it's still a scary house because it's something I've seen in in movies.、Um, but it's it's kind of just like relates to this metaphor that our mentor shared with us that monsters fade with light. You know, when I saw this house, when it's all pitch dark in our house, it's scary. It feels like there's some sort of entity in there living, but then when it's like daylight, there's it's just nothing but a regular house. And I started to realize that I had like made up something bigger in my mind than what was actually there. And that's what we tend to do with the things that we fear about in our life, in our relationships. These things that are really hindering us from experiencing that growth in our relationship and in our life. However, we must overcome this, and the only way that you can really overcome your fears, your past, all these things, is that you must shed a light on it. You must be aware about this. Mm-hmm. And, and, and talking about it, yeah. I mean, it's scary when you're trying to overcome your fears, but once you do, you feel so free because it's been brought to the light. And this is something that Rafi and I experienced when we were courting. I mean, for me personally, I had a lot of things from my past that I was ashamed about because in my past relationships they were toxic, and there were a lot of vices. And I was afraid to share that with Rafi, and so me too. Yeah, I definitely felt. Sorry, did I? Oh no, I was just、off? saying because like I, I feared you judging me, and not accepting me for what I did. Yeah, and I felt the same way. I had that mutual feeling, thinking like because she thought I was like this super Catholic, yeah, on fire dude, <laughs> but then when I. Wanted to like share and be transparent with the things that I've experienced in my past. There was a little hesitancy there, but we end up doing it. And how did like what was that experience like? I felt so free and safe, and our trust just really increased after we were able to overcome our personal fear and share those parts of us. Yeah, and we still continue to do that. Throughout our marriage, talking about the fears, the challenges, these things that might be holding us back from doing God's will in our lives, and really living with love and joy. So, when you want to overcome your fears, again, you must shed light on it. Monsters fade with light. So, what are some things that our listeners should not do? They should not be suppressing or keeping. Their fears from their partner. This is a form of deceiving your partner,、uh, because if you guys are dating right, dating with intention to get married, then you don't want to be keeping these fears from your partner. They should know, and when they do know, that can give them the opportunity to help you.、Mm-hmm. Um, another thing. That you should not be doing is to talk about is to not talk about your past because you fear judgment. Like how I was a little hesitant to share my past because I was fearing judgment. But if they're gonna judge you, 
about your past, then at least you know and you can decide what to do with that. But it's better to get it out there than to not. Yes, there's never going to be secrets in marriage. Everything will be revealed, whether we like it or not. And it's best to be revealed before actually entering the vocation. Oh, yeah. So you know more about each other. I know you got to be prudent as to what, spe- like, you shouldn't be sp- like doing specifics of things that you've experienced, especially when you're like putting names, like you don't want to detract and destroy reputations of other people that you might have been in relationships with or stuff like that. You got to be, you got to exercise prudence as to how specific you want to be when sharing your past. But it's important to talk about the things we've experienced in our past so we can connect with our partner on that level. So what can, what should we do? Number one, you should invite Christ in the, in the center of all of the hard conversations uh, the hard conversations that you need to make. Why? Because he is the source of light. So invoke the Holy Spirit. Invoke Christ before sharing this, conver- like having this conversation. Like invite, invite your partner into prayer. Like, hey, I'm about to share you something that has been on my heart, that I've been holding back from you and withholding. Like, can we invite God right now because I'm going to need him something like that you know some other things you could do is I mean you're gonna have to face your past Mm -hmm. face your fears by by talking about your fears by dealing with all that emotional baggage from your past and you can do this well by doing it with an expert Mm -hmm. who can guide you through that process of healing from your past yeah and one thing like with therapists as well, like they can really help you unpack a lot of the emotional baggage that, that might be, that you might be projecting subconsciously into your relationship mm-hmm. that you might not know. And I know, that, I know like a help of a therapist has helped me and even a spiritual director, like they help me see my relationship more objectively, like see my life more objectively. So I, I know what it is that I'm struggling with, the things that are holding me back and giving me tactical ways to overcome these challenges. So don't do this alone. Find some mentorship. Talk about your fears. Talk about your past and invite God in these hard conversations because they're so important. And um, yeah, hopefully you got some value from this. And if you are looking for a way to overcome your fears like these things that are really holding you back from experiencing the growth that you desire and you need a bit of expert guidance that's what we're, we do as relationship coaches we do this professionally like if you're afraid of opening up to your partner you're afraid of being judged sharing your true emotions or feelings with them being transparent about your past with your partner if, if these are things that you're having a hard time communicating, number one, it's not healthy. It's not going to be healthy for your relationship long term if you're already having these limiting beliefs and these things really stopping you from emotionally connecting with your partner in this way. But if this is something you desire to master, you desire to connect with your partner in such a deeper level sharing your biggest fears, challenges, and learning to work together through that and not having to criticize or belittle belittle each other for what you're afraid of or what your past is like, we encourage you to book a free clarity call with us. Let's connect. 
Uh, you get to meet me and Sarah. Let's talk. Let's let's hear about your challenges, what your goals, what your desires are for your relationship, and how we can help you get there. And at the end of our clarity call, one thing that we're going to give you is our book. We have a book that's out called The 50 Important Questions Catholic Couples Must Discuss Before Marriage, and we'll be giving that to you for free so you can continue to have deep, meaningful conversations. But all you got to do is book a a free clarity call with us, and let's see how we can work together um, to help you really create that holy and healthy relationship that you are desiring. And uh, the information of that is in our show notes, so just click the link there. Praying for all of you holy couples on your journey to marriage. Take care and God bless. Bye. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you haven't already, subscribe to our podcast so you can get notifications of future episodes. Secondly, would you mind doing us a huge favor? If you received value from today's episode, please share it with your friends. Then, please rate and review our show on Apple Podcasts. We'd love to hear from you, and this will also help us reach more couples preparing for the vocation of marriage. And lastly, if you want to go deeper with your life, spiritual, and relationship development, go to journeytomarriage.com resources to see a list of tools we personally recommend for your journey to marriage. Until, Until next, next time, time, future spouses. spouses.